WRKS Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Yeah. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, man. We're going to talk football and baseball with my arch enemy, nemesis, Steve Robertson. The Boneyard Podcast, jeanspage.com, 247 Sports. We are the Out of Bounds Show, uh, brought to you by the by Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Amazing steaks and bourbon, well, wine and spirits, including Long Branch Bourbon. Patron tequila and Tito's vodka, but uh, pair it with whatever you like. The rack of lamb, ribeye, 10-ounce filet, side of bacon wrap shrimp, KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. We would usually start with baseball with Steve, but uh, we're going to start football, then get in at the very end. This is a short segment. Uh, Mississippi State at Auburn, because it is huge for Lamonis and the crew. Steve Robertson joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Steve, good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm just trying to pump some sunshine into your dark, cruel world, Bo. You know what? You're uh, you're the what are they? Your members or subscribe? They don't. People on Jeans Page don't like me very much. Don't talk about my members, but that's private. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And uh, so, so there was a big thread that I'd called you out earlier this week, which was not accurate. But I did question whether you said uh, Mississippi State could go ten and two on your podcast earlier in the week. Did you did you say that? Oh, I did. Yeah, I said they could. They absolutely could, and they absolutely can. The eight, eight home games, and you get four toss ups on the road. Uh, arguably, the most favorable schedule in the history of Mississippi State football. Now, granted, there's a lot of changes that are being made, so there's a you know a little bit of a learning curve, but. Uh, the front seven or front six on this defense should be outstanding. If they can shore up some things in the secondary, there's no reason to think that State can't compete for some big things. So they won in the West, no, they're not. But this is a team that I think could take a step as a program this year. And I think it's okay to expect more than to go to Liberty Bowl. You know, maybe I'm from the wrong generation. You know, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm too young to expect more. But that's how I feel. I don't I don't think you should go out there and expect to go to Liberty Bowl or to St. Petersburg Bowl or any of that crap and then expect to call yourself an elite program. All right. Uh, So I think the eight home games is a little misleading because LSU and Bama are two of the eight. And, you know, nine out of ten times, if not more, they don't don't win that game. I know they've had some success against LSU. Uh, But the problem is LSU now has a good coach. Uh, It was was a better opportunity to pick them off when they had Miles and Ogeron because neither one were, were good, but they were working with elite talent. Um, I actually look at the schedule, and I don't think it lines up well for Zach at all, and here's why. Uh, LSU at home at South Carolina, Bama at home. You're not favored in any of those. And although South Carolina's not really good, I don't see where Zach gets a favorable draw as far as a conference game until uh, November 4th, Steve, with Kentucky at home. Because although Arkansas loses two excellent coordinators, you're still on the road, and Hugh Freeze... Um, is an absolute dude, regardless of what you know you think about him. Um, so I did, I don't think the schedule lines up that well. Now the four non-conference and Kentucky at home—that's five wins that you feel really good about. Your thoughts? 
Well, I mean, we play the same teams in the West every single year. You know, it's like for like the schedule so daunting. Well, I mean, you're going to play LSU and Alabama every year until they change the format here in a couple of years. And you know, the fact that State's not going to have to play Alabama every year is, is a good thing and probably brings greater parity to the league. But, you know, it's the thing that I think about. It's like some of the same criticisms that people are putting on Mississippi State apply to the teams that we're, and that we're supposed to go play. It's like Arkansas. What is it, 8 of 11 now? State's beat Arkansas 8 of 11. At what point are we going to stop being scared of them? Yeah, I, I think the learning curve thing that you hit on is 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 bigger. I mean, man, I, I just know Zach Arnett's sharp and done some good things, but that learning curve in this league, he's a new head coach. Matt Brock's a new D.C. Barbet's a new to the Power Five, new offense. I just think that's a massive transition. That's why I said if they go 7-5 and five with the win over Ole Miss, which could be 8-5 and five with the bowl win, would be – phenomenal with everything I just went through. Well, why doesn't that same learning curve apply to everybody else? Why, why doesn't it apply to Arkansas? It's got two new, two new coordinators. Why doesn't it apply to Auburn that has a brand new staff? Why, why does it only apply to Mississippi State? Well, so I agree. I did reference Arkansas at losing Odom and, and Kendall. And that is a winnable game on the road. No doubt. Uh, now, Hugh is a different animal. I mean, he's he's got 12... 13 years of head coaching experience under his belt. Zach Dudden, you know, Kiffin's got 12. We, we counted yesterday. And this is weird to say he's got 12 years of head coaching experience under his belt. Brian Kelly's been a head coach since 98 or 99. So those are the things that factor in. All right. We're going to debate this more later, but I got to get into some baseball. Uh, so sure. you, you think 10 and two is within reach, but you definitely, I'm reading you. You definitely think they can go eight and four and we'll have a oh, shot yeah. at not, Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. I, I I think ten and two is the ceiling. Now I think I think eight and four is probably the over under. You know, um, and I think in some respects, some people look at that and say that that's a success. I, I think you've got to capitalize on the schedule in front of you. I think nine and three is probably maybe more in line with what some people are, are hoping for or expecting. But you know, I I, I don't see this team. Winning six or seven ball games, I, I think. Okay. I think eight is probably the floor. All right, I'm going to stick with my seven and five. If if they go seven and five and they beat Ole Miss, that is a remarkable year. You've got eight eight plus, and that's that's good too. I agree with you on the defensive front. That it's the first time since 2018 that they got some dudes, and if Travion Williams and John Lewis come around along with Crumity in the group, then I think you are correct um, uh, for sure. And 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 with with Bookie and Jet. As veterans, that can only help Zach and, and Brock. 